This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 390, spotlight on Ghostbusters. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. This is episode 390. We're taking a look at uh, the newly released Ghostbusters film. I'm your host, Adam Chavin, and I'm joined by Todd McKay. Welcome back to the show, Todd. Thanks. This is, uh, this is the first time... Go ahead. Number two. This is this the second time? Yeah, for Shenanigans. <laughs> I was, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> I was like, I knew you wanted to say it, so I was expecting it. So we saw Ghostbusters actually not day of release, but technically the night before. So we Which saw- was confusing, because on the way home, all the buses said, you're going to watch this tomorrow, and I was scratching my head, but I was like, ah. Adam makes things happen. Absolutely. Made it happen. Um, well, let, let's get into brass tacks. What did you think of the movie? I liked it. Gut reaction. You liked yeah, it? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. And you said prior to the uh, off-podcast, before we saw the film, that you had low expectations. I did, yeah. Because, uh, uh, you know, I'm not a big follower. I, I don't re- remember. Like, I okay. liked the original Ghostbusters, but I, I couldn't tell you the story. I knew the could characters. You, could you give me any quotes from the film? Ghostbusters. Besides that, <laughs> no, no, I couldn't. You just want to, you just want to dance and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and sing songs. I just know, I just know themes. Yeah. No quotes. Not uh, like. Um, let me think of one. Uh, no. Ray, if someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. No, no I, that doesn't ring a bell. Nothing. All right. Uh, what else I got? Well, there's the classic one about I, I can't do it verbatim. So I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I know that. Yeah, part. that's also from that's a song. More from the song. <laughs> there's one about uh, that we panic in the streets, mass hysteria, dogs and cats living together. That's a line for the movie. No, nothing? Okay. It all sounds great. Like, I want to go watch you the original watch movie, movie now. now. <laughs> I'm trying to... Because there's a, a few other really good ones. Um, oh, now it's killing me. But yeah, there, there, there's a lot of iconic lines from that movie. It's a, it's a seminal movie. It's from 1984. Obviously, I wasn't seeing movies when I was one years old. Yeah. And you were a little bit older than that. But for me, it's emblazoned in my memory. Like, I will always remember the first Ghostbusters movie. Uh, I... It's interesting when people online seem to hate the trailers. I don't really yeah. get that. Like, I don't understand the hate for the trailers. Like, I think people didn't maybe want to see this. They wanted to see a sequel because for the last twenty years they were trying to do Ghostbusters three, and we never got it. So I guess maybe that's part of what the gut reaction was. I never felt that way. I was, I was unsure what we were going to get, but I was never like, "This sucks. This looks like it's the worst movie ever." Uh, I wasn't sure what to expect, though, because I, I do hold this, the first one in such high regard. Uh, the second one, I realized recently, it's not very good. Uh, I think in my mind, mm. I think it's better than it is, but it's not. But the first one's great. Um, I really like this. I was surprised. I I found myself grinning more than I expected to. It, uh, it felt like it could have just been a rehash of the original. In some ways it was, but it, more so, not really a rehash, but more... They went back to basics and explained the origin of the team uh, to use superhero parlance. I mean, it's not really. I guess it's kind of an origin story. Yeah. Would you watch a, if they did a Ghostbusters two? Would you see it? Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. like uh, there's no reason why I wouldn't see it because they set it up that they could, right? Yeah, like they yeah. they had they set up that world, and not everything's perfect by the end of the, yeah. the first movie. So you could definitely go somewhere with the second one. Um, yeah, no, I was really entertained. I was surprised. It was funny. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Kristen Wiig, and it just reinforced that for me, that she felt like the weak link to me. Mm. Uh, like, I guess it's, um, maybe I'm not a huge fan of, of her humor. Like, I feel like the few things I've seen her in, she's always the same type of funny. Mm. 
and it's not that funny. Like it's, I don't know. What did you think about Kristen Wiig? Uh, Kristen Wiig, like I didn't mind her. Uh, she wasn't my favorite character of the Ghostbusters. No, that, that was Hoffman. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. She's like, awesome. Uh, what's her name? Kate uh, McKinnon. And McKinnon. Yeah, she did a great job. Uh, seems, seems like she's kind of the breakout. Yeah. That, I mean, and she she kind of got had the more fun role. Like she didn't. Uh, the other, she got to eat the scenery, like to chew the scenery more. Yeah. Like she kind of got to just be, uh, and very over the top. Uh, when she finally kind of lets loose in the final action sequence, like it's badass. It's awesome. Yeah. You kind of you feel like, yeah, of course this character would do that. Mm. Everything up to that point kind of leads up to her doing that. Whereas the other ones are much more down to earth and not as crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was one of those movies where um, they knew what they were doing uh, in the sense that they weren't going to explain every, like how these people knew every mm. little bit and piece because you'd be for there sure. probably for another half hour, an hour. Yeah, like they didn't really, like the, the tech she comes up with is kind of like, uh-huh. Huh? <laughs> yeah, but you kind of go with it, right? Yeah, like, and, with and it. I guess they established early on that she's kind of been developing this kind of stuff. Even the first one, if you think about it, they kind of just suddenly have laser beams mm. that are like nuclear powered. Like it doesn't really make a lot of sense so you kind of hand wave it you're like eh whatever she's a genius I'm good with that I'm more curious about how they had the money to have anything because yeah, they, they were just kind of they had no money but besides that that was maybe the only thing that I overthought was how are they paying for this again but other than that I was in I was in for the ride yeah, I guess that they sold me enough on the fun and yeah. they weren't I mean a lot of movies these days try to over explain a lot of stuff like if you look at superhero movies, like they go into almost too much detail to explain how everything happens. Sometimes it's okay to just take it on belief. Uh, if you can just kind of move through, like the Batman movies, especially, if, it's almost like they take too much time to demystify Batman and to like, this is how all of his tech works. This is how he designs this. It's like, okay, that's kind of fun, but also kind of takes some of the mystery out of it. Whereas this is just kind of like, nope, she's putting together like a nuclear bomb, basically. <laughs> it's, it's okay, she can do this. Because she's a genius. I liked how it only took her like a day or two to paint the hearse into the ghost mobile yeah. because it was like, wow, that was a quick job. Absolutely. <laughs> I like that they kept it as still being a hearse. Like yeah. that's again from the original. It's a very iconic look, yeah. uh, which was nice. I, I like that they they didn't try to make the um, proton packs exactly the way they were. Mm. Like they were a little bit more modern. But at the same time, they looked like something you could build in your garage at the same time. Like they weren't sleek. They, they, I feel like if we saw a sequel, maybe they would have slimmed down the designs and it would look more finished. They looked like works in progress, and I kind of like that, that it kind of felt like this wasn't the finished product. And technically, we never saw the finished product, because even by the end, and this is the one thing that stuck out to me when I thought about it all day, because usually when we do podcasts, we do the podcast right yeah, away. Yeah, right away. I had a full day to stew about sure, it. Sure, yeah. I can uh, tell you're like, got sorry, all the energy. I got a lot to say. I'm sorry. Um, I realized that uh, they didn't really do a lot of catching of ghosts. Like in their first one, it's a mm. big thing that they have the containment unit and then they have a place, sorry, they have the actual trap and then they have a place that they offload them all. And that's a huge thing throughout the entire movie is that they're actually collecting and trapping all these ghosts. They really only tra trap the first one and then let it loose and it killed yep. Bill Murray. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> um, but then after that, they didn't really collect any. So how are they really defeating the ghosts? Like that part was a little more nebulous for me that they were fighting them with the with the proton packs or the the blasters whatever you want to call them but then that was kind of it oh that reminds me of a classic line from the original one which is don't cross the streams do you remember that one at least no no, no? oh my god 
All right, we well, have to watch the. You really need to watch the yeah, original yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. this is this is required to do it for you. <laughs> um, but uh, so where was I going with this? So yeah, I I, I I just wondered what was happening to the ghosts because there's a huge fracas, right? They're taking them all out. But well, the thing that kind of bewildered me about the ghosts was. Um, and uh, I, I really uh, thought, oh, wow, like, they're trying to make this scary because mm-hmm. I even jumped out but the first uh, ghost oh, yeah. girl that kind of uh, popped out at yeah, the yeah. beginning of the movie. Uh, they did a really good job with that. Even the subway uh, prisoner was, mm-hmm. was very uh, creepy. creepy looking. But then the third one was like a dragon or something. I didn't really get it. And yeah. then they all kind of went like cre- point, actually, odd after that. Yeah, you're, like, r- you're right. Because why, they went it, very... They, they were, medieval? I don't know. They were keeping them very, um, what's the word? Real, not realistic, but like commonplace. Like this is what you. There was see. a story behind somebody who passed away in unfortunate circumstances. Yeah, like and the then there's a the guy who died who was like electric chair. Yeah, like that made. Or yeah. the woman who tortured uh, everybody mm-hmm. in the family and then was stuck in the basement until she died, kind just of thing. Creepy as hell. Oh, it, oh, yeah, totally creepy. Um, Especially and, when she was just looking at her for such a long time oh, yeah. and then just. <laughs> no, can you explain to me? Maybe it was sure. it was debunked in the original ones, but. Uh, obviously, like a ghost, you can see it, you can feel through it. How do they project the slime out into the real world? It was never really addressed. I mean, it was never really addressed in the original. Like they, but they it happened in the original, too. It did, not to the same extent, because like in the first one, the, yeah, a few people were slimed. Slimer, in particular, when they were first trying to hunt him in the first one. I figured he, he had he, a... He went into someone, and it kind of made them slimed. Yeah. Um, this one... It, they, there was a lot of projectile vomiting in this movie. Yeah, like it's kind of. I mean, well, that was kind of a running gay with Kristen Wiig's character because she yeah. was always dressed really well, and uh, then she realized I yes. need to wear coveralls because yeah. my clothes are going to be constantly. And I kind of like that too. Rather, I mean, again, they kind of went to that back to basics approach to explain this is why they're wearing these types of outfits. Yeah, uh, where they even get them from. Uh, it was a very much. It was an origin story. They were, this is how this this group of people come together. I mean. Three of them are, are They really similar. are misfits. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and they were in the original. In fact, yeah. I would argue that in the original, they were kind of more misfits. Yeah. Here, they, they don't quite seem as out to lunch. Like, Bill Murray's character was... I mean, he's Bill Murray. Like, he's, he's weird. Uh, every character that Bill Murray plays has got something wrong mm-hmm. in some way. So if you can imagine, his Ghostbuster was very much the same. I felt that... Um, I forget the name of the character. No, Patty. Mm-hmm. Uh, her character, I mean... This is going to sound lazy and and and, and typical, but I thought her character brought the gravitas and kind of brought the the street level, you know, not the crazy, you know, crazy scientist I believe in ghosts that that Winston had in the original. Uh, they were kind of that that man in the street kind of. This is what an actual person would think. Yeah. Uh, they weren't the crazy one. They kind of added that 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 down to earth nature, and I like that. And uh, again. She was badass. Like she was cool. Like I actually really liked Patty. Yeah. I uh, she and she's huge. <laughs> like you, like when she, like you can believe that you know she when they're with their proton packs and fighting the the ghosts. Like you can you believe that you know she's this is this is a woman who has a job that she's so kind and everyone treats her kind of like garbage. And this is her moment to shine. I think my favorite Patty moment was when she kind of went crowd surfing. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> fell, compl- like, nobody wanted to hold her up. She's a big woman. Yeah. Um, but then she gets up, and the demon ghost is, like, just yeah. hanging out on her shoulders. And she's like, 
I'm gonna go now. Don't tell me anything. Like it was just really good humor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I enjoyed that part. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, now that I think about it, though, you're right. Why was there a dragon? <laughs> and everything else was kind of it was. It, well, like some of them got a little crazy. Well, like how did Slimer come to be in the original? Like, were they real humans or were they all kind of abstract ghosts in the um, original? Because again, I'm yeah, drawing a blank. I don't remember. That's a very good question. Um, the first ghost that they found in the original was just. Like a, a woman, like yeah. a fairly normal type of ghost. Uh, I guess Slimer was one of the weirder looking ones. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny because everyone knows Slimer, and everyone who's like a kid in the eighties thinks of Slimer as kind of being their friend because yeah. of the animated series. Yeah, animated series. He was their friend because he, he had this ridiculous voice and everything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Everyone knows Slimer. Like yeah. he was just he was like their almost like their psychic. Uh, but in the movie, no, he's he was one of the ghosts they trapped. Um, and here he gets to make another appearance, and uh, as you said yesterday, it looks like he has a friend or yeah. a, a female companion. Oh yeah, she's uh, all over him. She was, <laughs> um, and it seemed like in this one that the ghost and they lost the ghost mobile, so you know they they're did, gonna have yeah. to make a new one. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we'll have that to look forward to. That's okay. Patty's family has a whole fleet of hearse. Well, it so. sounds like they don't, right? Because it's like, <laughs> yeah. how am I supposed to do this with only one hearse? Yeah, you're supposed to stack the 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 the, uh, the coffins, but. Uh, I, I well uh, now that they're getting publicly or private funded by the yeah. public, but under the under the table, under the table. See, that's something I appreciated about the thing too. But I was actually surprised at the end. Is I like that they went and they wa- wanted to get this the, the firehouse because that again was from the from the original. Uh, everyone kind of knows that the Ghostbusters have a, a, a stripper fire pole station in there. Yeah. They have the pole. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, and I like that in this one, they go there and then they can't afford it. And then they end up above the um, Chinese it, restaurant. Chinese or yeah. Korean food or yeah. I can't remember exactly what it was. But Wontons. yeah, exactly. So they're right above. And I kind of like that. And I was almost disappointed at the end that they moved them out of that and into what we think of because I kind of like that it was different. Uh, but it was also a nice touch to have them there and that, you know, again, it, it looked the same as I remembered it being because, again, I have a very fond memory of the original. Um, what did you think of the references to the original that you caught? And really just the cameos, let's say. Did you think that they were, helped the movie? Did they need to be there? Did, were they distracting? Um, they didn't, uh, they weren't distracting. Um, it was kind of, uh, like, uh, I guess I, I knew who the actors were, mm-hmm. uh, so I kind of like, oh yeah, like, it yeah. was kind of like a nice moment. Um. Dan Aykroyd does not look like Dan Aykroyd. No, he was the one that actually, like, it took me the longest to figure out who he was. Like, Bill Murray, you just know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and even uh, Winston yeah. was easy to... Oh, absolutely. ...pick, pick out. He but, looks like, the same. Dan Aykroyd, he had the hat on, and then he... he he's kind of like some voice. He's gotten some, like, a bit chubbier, too. Like, yeah. he's, he's, he's the one who looks most different. Yeah. And he took me a minute. And it's also the lighting, too, right? Because yeah. everyone else, like, he was in a dimly lit cab... Whereas Bill Murray was clearly Bill Murray. Yeah. No one else is Bill Murray. Like, no. He just has that, that way about that him. That aura. <laughs> exactly. And uh, everyone else like Sigourney Weaver, Annie Potts, um, uh, as you said, um, that was, Winston. Uh, Winston. Yeah. They all look the same. Yeah. Just a little older. So yeah. they were clear. I found them a little distracting, to be honest. Like, I was kind of like... This doesn't need to be here. Like, it, they really just kind of threw it in. They really didn't need to, yeah. Didn't. It could have been a character actor, and you would never have noticed. It wasn't like it, it was a character that needed to be there in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little, not surprised, but 
they had a lot of beats from the original, so I'm gonna. I, yeah, the music was at '80s, really. Yeah. <laughs> they had a bunch of a bunch of the '80s kind of songs to it. Um, they, you know, the. It's a reboot, so they're doing their own thing, but there are some surface similarities that if you only looked at those, you'd be like, well, there's a lot of things that are similar to the original. Like, the original one definitely plays up a relationship with the mayor. Originally, they were put in jail at one point, mm. not because of the mayor, but the mayor then lets them out and the mayor basically deputizes them. Here, it's kind of a more modern spin on that where a politician would never let that happen. Uh, instead, kind of using them as a scapegoat instead. Um, but it was still... It was still there. You still had this interplay with the mayor. Uh, there was a very brief shot of the famous library, I think at Columbia, um, which is a, a, a from the opening sequence of the original Ghostbusters movie. Again, you're looking at blank stares because you've got to watch the original Ghostbusters. I movie. do, yeah. Uh, but there, there were a, a lot of things. Obviously, you're never going to let me on a podcast again. No, not unprepared. <laughs> um, Ecto One again. The name of the um, of their vehicle very much looked. Yeah, same. I kind of figured that was a, uh, a flashback to the original. Absolutely, movie, yeah. like it was. It was the same design. What does Ecto colors. mean? Is it something to do with their... it's ectoplasm? Yeah, is what they're dealing with. I, I actually hadn't even thought about it in 20, 30 years. I'd never thought of it until you asked me there, right there. Yeah. All I remember is that as a kid, every toy that they had that was a vehicle was Ecto-1, 2, 3, and 4. Yeah. So I know one of them was like a, a helicopter kind of. Uh, one of them was like a dune buggy. Like they, It was action figures for kids, right? So they're going to come up with every variation possible. I'm sure that they never had a dune buggy, but I owned it. So nice. as far as I'm concerned, they did. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, as I said, I wish they'd done more trapping of ghosts, but at the end, again, they they are, they build their containment unit, so at least we're getting there. Uh, I'm excited. I hope they make another one. Uh, I hope it makes money. It looks like it on Rotten Tomatoes today. I think it was 75. over seventy. Yeah, yeah. So I was really surprised when I apparently pre pre uh, train it was like going to be like zero or something like that. So it's definitely come. That's a long good. way compared to that. Absolutely, yeah. Everyone, I think everyone was expecting it not to be good, and I think it was very good. I thought this is the the most I've enjoyed Melissa McCarthy in a movie in a long time. Uh, as I said, Kristen Wiig didn't really work for me, but the other three women really worked. Uh, as I said, McKinnon was kind of the one who stole the show for me uh, because she got to be the over the top fun one. Like, who wouldn't want to hang out with that crazy person? <laughs> Like, in the context of the film, it was fantastic. And the big kind of showdown and the action sequence was very cool, too. I love Chris Hemsworth here. They really let him oh, play. Yeah. Like, we were used to seeing him as Thor, right? Like, and then here he got to be fun. Oh, yeah. It was definitely... Uh, he was, like, one of my favorite characters as well. He just, like, had... Like, he portrayed the dumb blonde. Absolutely. <laughs> male dumb blonde. Uh, very well. It's not a character you see too often. No, you really don't. It was but, a nice flip, right? Because you yeah. have male Ghostbusters, so sorry, female Ghostbusters now. So of course now the receptionist is going to be a male, and I like that they played with it. Like I didn't. I, there was one trailer that made it look like he was going to be possessed, and I was like, but if it hadn't been for that, I would have been totally surprised because it wouldn't have been what I would have expected them to do. And I let Hemsworth do a little bit more too, like. Because if he was just a receptionist, it would almost seem like a weird role for him to take. So the fact that he got to be more physically involved as kind of the villain at the end when he's possessed is a lot. Makes sense why they would use a bigger name like that. Although he's not a big name. Like if you think about the rest of the Avengers, he's kind of one of the smaller names. I'm trying to think any other kind of notes that I thought of. Uh, I like the music a lot. They 
had the original theme. They had uh, a new theme, kind of. It was a remix of the original theme by Fall Out Boy with Missy Elliott. I actually really enjoyed that as well. I was listening to the soundtrack today. Oh, were you? Okay. Yeah. I was like, how do you know all this? So, like, I, I honestly, like, again, I watched the movie, I liked it, and then the more it sunk in for me today, the more I realized I really liked it. And the more I realized that I really wish Kelly had come with us, because I was like, man, Kelly would really have liked this. That's what I told Joy, too. Like, I thought uh, she would like it. Uh, That being said, Joy is not a big fan of ghosts in real life. Yeah, there's some, uh, like, background there with, uh, with, you know, growing up, uh, she's, uh, you know, of the opinion that ghosts are real. Okay. Um, And that that might spook her out a bit, especially the opening bit. I I know for sure. Yeah, because, oh, yeah, because it plays it a lot. Um, more realistic at the beginning. Oh yeah, absolutely. Top, it wasn't right? really a joke at first. No, it, it was scary at the first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. And right. I didn't know if that like, oh, this would be a pretty bit, a different spin. The yeah. original one was a comedy, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was absolutely a comedy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although not that funny at times. Like it, it's an adventure comedy. Like, and this one was too. Um, this one, I would say, in some ways, is almost not funnier because. It's just more modern comedy. Like the other one was kind of a little bit more screwball at times, and and at times strange. Um, I I really dug it. I kind of want to see it again already. Like it's been. I mean, I, I see a lot of the comic book movies, and some of them I really like them, but I don't necessarily feel like I got to go see this again, and like right away. And this one, I felt like I would see this really soon because it was just fun, and. Uh, what I enjoyed was some of the supporting cast. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm a big fan of the show Silicon Valley and okay. uh, the opening sequence. Do mm-hmm. uh, you know Silicon Valley? I don't. The okay. guy played Gabe? Uh, yeah, Char- Gabe. Yeah, from, I think from the, from office. the Office. Yeah. yeah, so he's he's he plays Jared in Silicon oh, okay. Valley and Zack Snyder, I believe is his name. Uh, Zach something, but uh, uh, he just plays the perfect like uh, oh my like uh, I thought it was kind of a different spin. Like he was kind of like a shyster taking advantage okay. of the people, like uh, oh, yeah, yeah, playing yeah. a trick on them. But then it was nice to see the tables turned Absolutely. on him, and then he kind of just fit into his role, like he was Gabe on uh, mm-hmm. The Office and Absolutely. Jared on Silicon Valley, where everybody screws him over, kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, and I, um, the guy who was the the wonton delivery man, Benny. Yeah, well, that was the name of his character. I don't know his real name, but uh, I like that little. Is he from Deadpool? Isn't he? Wasn't he the driver? I have seen him somewhere, so that might be it. Yeah, I feel like he was the he was the driver in Deadpool, the taxi driver who kept bringing Deadpool places. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Um, he was funny, like very deadpan delivery. and his banter with Melissa McCarthy was a lot of fun. I, again, I enjoyed her more than I've enjoyed her more. I really like the, the one wonton and then the many, like too many wontons. You just couldn't find a good ratio no, to no, wontons. Um, I like that, uh, you know, this, this secret, um, the secret, the federal agents, and they were kind of dicks about, you know. One thing I did actually, to go to, into a totally different topic, but did, did it bother you that it felt at times that the movie kind of stopped and went meta like when they were when they were whenever they were watching the YouTube clips or watching things or message board comments did that feel like went a little too meta like there was a commentary I predicted that the YouTube thing was going to yeah. pop up because when she screamed into it I'm like 
Um, so just so everybody knows, spoiler, like, uh, um, Kristen Wiig's character was Mm. trying to get, um, a a prestigious, uh, tenure at, uh, Columbia University, I believe. Yeah. 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 And, uh, obviously she's trying to be prim and proper. And then Melissa McCarthy and her had published a book on ghosts, like a decade or 15 Mm -hmm. years earlier when they were much younger. And she was aghast that this was published online. So she went to find her, Mm -hmm. uh, only to be drugged back into it and then realize, Oh Mm -hmm. my God, I love this, uh, anything. So the opening sequence when they encounter the ghost and everything, yeah. she's just like um, freaking out and uh, Holtzman's character is always carrying a camera yeah. just in case whatever they catch on film mm-hmm. and she's just uh, screaming into the camera and then it's just like, and, and yeah, ex- exactly the next scene, yeah. it's the dean of the uh, Columbia University saying, yeah. we do not uh, hire <laughs> of people of this tenure. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I thought that was good. Um, it was Kristen Wiig portraying herself in the Bridesmaid movie, so it was just the very same, like, uh, what was me type character, and you're right, Adam, like, she does have that kind of typecast uh, a little bit, uh, yeah. I don't mind it, I don't, you know, I don't think she did that it, that much in this well, movie. Well, and it works more so because I felt like she, at the end of the day, when you have Melissa McCarthy and you have Kate McKinnon, she's the straight man to these two characters. Like, they're the the wacky ones, right? So it bothers me less because I feel like there's less need for her to make me laugh because I have the other two. Like, Melissa McCarthy's going to make me laugh. Um, McKinnon's going to make me laugh and and that can make me much more invested in seeing what crazy shit is she going to do next. So I kind of give the movie a pass a little because I'm like, I don't need Kristen Wiig to be funny. Uh, If you watch the original Ghostbusters, which again is your homework, Doug. Yes. Um... They're not all funny. I mean, if you look like uh, Harold Ramis's character, uh, who plays uh, Winston—not uh, Winston—Egon. Um, he's not funny. Funny, like he has some a few wry moments, but he's he's very dry. And the other, you know, uh, Ackroyd and uh, Murray get to be a little funnier. So I felt that kind of way here. I didn't need her to make me laugh, thankfully, because I don't think it would have worked if it. If if I needed the laughs, to she was kind of the way. straight character out of the four Ghostbusters. I would say, yeah, uh, uh, well, that's almost hard to say because Patty's pretty straight too. But I guess in comparison, Patty's yeah, but more Patty like had lines that were intended to make you kind true. of bust a gut, kind of thing. That's true. Whereas Kristen Wiig was always trying to uh, bring everything back in. When yeah, Melissa McCarthy, that's and true. Were or she all over the place. Exactly, and the the moments where she would kind of get the laugh it would be the. You know, almost typical. You know, the, the the quieter, faster, inappropriate comments about Chris Hemsworth's character. For example. oh yeah, that, I like that. That was kind I of like funny. that kind of yeah. relationship there. Which interesting is that uh, outside of that odd kind of uncomfortable flirtation, there was no romantic subplot whatsoever. Hmm. Uh, if anything, the, the the beating heart of this movie was the relationship between Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig's character. Yep. Uh, whereas if the in the original, it's kind of more all over the place. Like there's no straight through a line. There's an odd romantic relationship with Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver, but it always feels a little weird. Um, whereas this felt like a very natural relationship between again I don't remember the original movie but I I feel bad for bringing it up no no I was reading a lot how um, 
Uh, they interviewed the producer of this movie, mm-hmm. who was the director of the first two. Ivan Reitman? Yeah. Okay. And uh, they asked him about a certain scene where a ghost pleasures Don, Dan yes. Aykroyd's character. And he actually admitted, I wish we never did that, because it's supposed to be a kid's movie in the it's most a, part. It's a weird scene. And yeah. it's, and his belt gets undone. A lot of people don't pants. know what's going on when they're younger, but now they go back to it. And I they're didn't. like, what? <laughs> I didn't know as a kid. Like, you know, absolutely. Well, I mean, that kind of stuff happens all the time, like to go way off topic if you go watch Dumbo uh, Dumbo gets drunk yeah and as a kid you don't know that as a kid you don't really know what's I going on I thought he was on. doing drugs too but yeah Dumbo no yeah. he just drank okay? <laughs> okay he drank a lot of wine or booze and then he got really drunk and then flew okay like, that's it <laughs> That's it. And he, he, he flew under the influence. <laughs> like, you know, but other than that, like, but that's a kid's movie. And, you know, there's alcohol use. And that's yeah. like from 1941. Like, but as a kid, did you ever think that? No. You probably be like, something happened. Like, that was weird. Why were the pink elephants you know, what's there? What's funny is uh, this got a, a, a higher rating, PG-13 versus the original having PG. Really? Yeah. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Because I think of them being about the same level. I guess this one's a little bit more intense because Maybe the, the graphics the allow them to go a little bit more intense yeah. with stuff as opposed to the original. They did use the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man very briefly, but it's just a it's just a balloon. Yeah. Um, that was a weird sequence, too. Where, where did all these old-timey balloons come from? <laughs> Like what? Did, what did I miss? Like, there's a lot of weird stuff. It's in like there. a like a Mardi Gras type crazy parade going yeah. on. Yeah, and then you, you know. when you had Chris Hemsworth getting um, everyone to kind of do getting ready for the dance, but then oh. but then they don't do the dance until the the credits, and then you see so the I dance. Get, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of an interesting way to go. Yeah, um, I didn't. I found that we stayed through most of the credits because there's just a lot of footage, right? Yeah. They, they kept showing more stuff, so that was kind of nice. That. It felt like you kind of got more bang for your buck. I didn't stay like Marvel stayed behind the credits, but I didn't think there was going to be any. I hope there wasn't. Yeah. Oh, man, I'll be so pissed if I find out about that. Um, there are uh, websites to tell you that. I know. In the movies. <laughs> I know, and I didn't check. The original one also, it's interesting that, again, it all kind of came down to a focal point that there was a building and there was something big happening with that building and it might be this, you know, gate to the other side because the first one kind of did that too. Yeah. Um, but again, in a different way. Uh, this one was more of, it was a little bit more chaotic, whereas in the original, it was very much like, there's this gateway that's about to open on top of this building. Um, again, the Ghostbusters kind of show up and everyone's cheering on the Ghostbusters as they go up. So the original Ghostbusters had a bit more of a triumphant kind of feeling, whereas this one was kind of more edgy and underground. Um, and I thought they actually did a good job of integrating modern technology and, and modern s- social media and what people would actually think. Um, you know, that people would record things on their on their devices, and then people would speculate if they were real, whereas in the original one, you didn't really have that, because it wasn't as easy to have, you know, equipment for people to... But I felt like there were certain points where they, they, like, maybe it was the car, maybe it mm-hmm. was Holtzman holding, like, the old camcorder. Yeah. People don't hold camcorders anymore. No, I know. Like, so I, either it was, uh, you know, they couldn't afford a lot, so they were kind of doing hand-me-downs, yeah. or they were just trying to have a lot of, like you said with the music, they were trying to connect as much as they could to keep the original possible. Uh, theme going. Yeah. We'll never know, really, no. but... Uh, one or the other. No, that's that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. Because how many people, like, everybody uses their phone to record no, things. No, you're right. And nobody whipped out their phone to try to uh, take no. video. No, I guess that's true, eh? I don't yeah. know. Well, didn't they kind of say this? Like, I feel like some people knew about what went on, went down with the, with the dragon. 
Like, there was a lot of people there. That's that true. Event. Well, the selfie stick was kind of funny. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that, <laughs> that, was, was weird. that was kind of, again, it was a blend. Like, I think they were yeah. just trying to marry the both of them together. And That's true. It was good. I like the uh, brief, because it didn't really go very far, but uh, uh, Chris Hemworth's uh, character on the Ghost uh, Buster motorcycle. Yes. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, until uh, he got possessed and lost it. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of the bad guy? Like, um, he was kind of creepy. Uh, yeah. But uh, do you think uh, they portrayed him well? Like, you know what he kind of reminded me of? He was uh, kind of just a MacGuffin. Like, I don't think he really had what's any a, real... a MacGuffin? Well, it's just a plot device. Like, okay. Like, he didn't really have a personality. Mm. His personality was, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously deranged, and I have this, these technical skills, and I'm going to bring about you know, the end of the world by bringing through the afterlife. Mm. There's not much more to him than that. Uh, we didn't really get to see... He's a janitor. Eh, it's <laughs> not really much more. Whereas in the original, um, I hate making comparisons, but it's hard not to when it's a reboot, right? Uh, when in the original, there wasn't, the, the, there wasn't a bad guy in the same type of way. There was, you know, two people kind of got possessed, one as... You know the gatekeeper. One is the key master, and if those two come together, then it will help. They'll help come. Um, this demonic entity called Gozer will come to our Earth, and then they have to fight Gozer. So I felt like that felt much more in the original. It felt much more like there's an entity coming. We got to stop the entity. Whereas here, this guy is going to bring about this you know this hell on Earth type of thing, and they got to stop him. Um, it was just a means for an end. Like, I, I felt like there wasn't a lot of personality to the ghosts or to him. But there didn't need to be. Yeah. I feel like it's enough just to be like, there's ghosts. This guy's crazy. He's trying to bring more ghosts in the world. Done. Like, yeah. I, I feel so like... So crazy he became a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. And I feel like... And, and the idea that he was kind of having these weird demonic visions and that everything kind of went the way he was expecting it to. Um, I, at the end with him kind of becoming that cute cuddly ghost, the animated ghost, and then becoming like yeah, the, yeah. the the giant version. Kind of an interesting way of have, owing a lot to the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, They're definitely making you think about that, but going in a slightly different direction, even after we just saw the Stay Puft Marshmallow yeah, Man. Yeah, no, I thought it was like, oh, that's a creepy looking Stay Yeah. Um, uh, I did like when they had Chris Hemsworth's character trying to come up with their logo. And it was oh, the, yeah. With the the hot ghost. dog over the house? Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I like the ghost boobs. Yeah, uh, that was funny too. Um, well, I like how they got the logo though. I, yeah, I, I like there was just some random uh, graffiti artist and yeah, uh, was giving right? uh, uh, Patty's character a hard time, and yeah, then yeah. she chased him off. And then Holtzman's like, "New logo." Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that I mean, you kind of knew where they're because they wouldn't show you what he was doing, and I'm like, "Well, obviously that's what he's doing." Yeah. And as he's describing, it's like, "Oh, we don't want that here." I'm like, "Well, that's the line." I'm like, <laughs> But it was it was it was a fun little thing, and it made sense for the Holtzman character to be like, "Well, that's cool. I'll use that." Yeah, everything about this was about appropriation of, you know, of tech of, of ideas, and you know, I really enjoyed it. I was again, I was. I think they set themselves up um, good for uh, a sequel. Think they'll do one? And I, I well, if they do one, mm -hmm. um, the recipe for success is not to try to replicate the second original one or number two. Like True. I think they made enough. Uh, they know what worked well in this movie, mm -hmm. hopefully, uh, like based on feedback like this, yeah. that they'll be able to build more off of their own 
first one and mm-hmm. like break away more from like what worked well the first time around hopefully. in the 80s. Hopefully. You, you, you would think. I mean, I'd also be okay if we didn't have one because I'd rather not have one than have a bad one. Yeah. So, I mean, there's something to be said. I mean, I don't but they got to catch more ghosts, Adam. I know. There's <laughs> always more ghosts. No, absolutely. Um, no, I, as I said, I really enjoyed it. Um, and it was a good relationship film in terms of you know, there was a, a big thing that had to be overcome with Kristen Wiig's character and Melissa McCarthy's character that they were friends and then they weren't. And then this is them coming back together and it felt organic and you understood why they stopped being friends and you also understood why they were able to kind of become friends again. Um, and again, there was a nice beating heart. Like it wasn't just an adventure. There was a real emotion to it, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, uh, there was uh, very few scenes that I, I felt were like forced that made me uh, say like the only one was when uh, the the guy at the uh, concert shrieked. I didn't really like that part. Like it was just like yeah. okay, I could do without that. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, then when uh, the the I don't know that dragon demon ghost was flying around. Yeah, it was at like a heavy metal concert, and they all thought it was part of the show, yeah. which was. Uh, quite uh, interesting until he knocked the lead singer uh, backwards yeah. and everybody was just like yeah and then he's like no no, 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 no this isn't good so that's good yeah. what would you give it out of 10 I'd like to do ratings out of here 10 um, I would say it's somewhat false I, I hate doing halves so don't worry you can do a half it's alright yeah 7.5 then ooh 7.5 that's lower than I thought okay uh, I'd give more like an 8.5 Okay. I'd almost want to give it a nine. Like I really enjoyed it. Again, I've had a full day to think about it, yeah. and uh, I really dug it. I mean, it's what I like is that it didn't try to be the original. It has a nice, a lot of little nice nods, but it didn't go too far. It didn't replicate the original story. The characters were their own characters. They weren't the original characters in any way. Like it's hard to look at any of them and say, "Well, that's definitely that person." you can almost like try and do it, but they added enough quirks and things in them that made them different. Um, and the original movie is definitely of its time. It's an eighties movie. This is a, you know, a a teens movie, like whatever you want to call it, but this is a very more modern movie. Um, so it doesn't invalidate the original. I wondered and hoped originally that it might be in the original continuity, but it probably makes sense for it not to be so that they could just do their own thing. That was good. I yeah, no longer because you didn't know going in if they were going to try to make a connection with like yeah a, I mean you said that in or... said that they were like no this isn't going to be it but I I still wondered you know yeah. and and waiting for that first cameo being like okay who's going to show up first because I I didn't know that Andy Potts was going to be in it I didn't really know that besides Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray I actually didn't think the rest were in it I didn't know for sure so that when they were there I was like oh that's kind of nice but those two I expected. And I was most let down by Dan Ackwards because I just thought... Too short? Yeah, I thought yeah. it would be something a little meatier. Yeah. Uh, but you I didn't guess, even let them in the cab. <laughs> no, but at least, at, at least he said, you know, I don't... I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm not afraid, afraid of no ghosts. ghosts. Yeah, Which is that, okay. was, that was good. So at least he, at least he got a, a good line in. But, and yeah, Bill Murray died, so... Yeah, he's not coming back. No, and we didn't Unless even get to see his body. he comes back as a ghost. There you go. It could happen. But it's kind of interesting. We never really saw his funny. body. He was rocketed out, and that was it. Yeah. I felt like he was basically there for like an hour and a half in the afternoon. We're like, <laughs> all right, this is what we got. We have a few scenes. We're going to quickly shoot them, and then you're dead. And he's like, perfect. I'm, I'm in for this. Uh, well, I guess that's all I've got. You got anything else? 
Um, no, uh, overall, thanks for inviting me. It was, uh, of course. It was good to see it. Um, it's definitely, uh, uh, they do good effects in 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, actually. Almost every movie's in 3D now. I don't like 3D movies, but it felt like it more deserved it because they, they played it up a little. And the ghosts, demons, whatever, they're flying out at you. Exactly. Again, the first one jumped out at me and mm-hmm. got me, so. Yeah, the 3D actually works better because of the nature of what yeah. what is being animated more, right? Yeah. Especially with the, the ghost projectile vomiting all the time. And again, so, 3D kind of is like ghost almost because mm-hmm. things are. Are moving, but you can't touch them. Exactly. So that's exactly. The and the same fact that phenomenon. they 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 animate them with like extra colors, right? So they pop out more so mm-hmm. than just a regular person would. So it's really it's right there in front of you. Yeah. It's kind of how I felt when I watched Tron uh, Legacy in 3D because mm-hmm. it was all animated. It's all out there in front of you, so it just pops in a, in a better way. Well, thank you for listening to our episode as we uh, went on and on about Ghostbusters because apparently I liked it a lot more than I ever expected to. Uh, you can email us at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, like us on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Next week's even-numbered episode, episode 392, will be our focus on Star Trek Beyond, and then episode 396, so a few weeks after that, will be our focus on Suicide Squad, which will be exciting. And uh, I think we're going to have a bunch of people for Suicide Squad, so uh, that'll be... Uh, are you excited for that, Todd? I'm pretty excited for pretty that. Pretty excited for that? I Kelly's really excited. Harley too. Quinn. Yeah? That's got me excited. That's got you excited? <laughs> well, I look forward to discussing Harley Quinn with you as well. Well, thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.